Hi everyone and welcome back to Space to Learn with me, Lucy Woodward. This is the podcast for you if you're a student at school, sixth form, college or university and you've ever felt like you don't quite know what you're supposed to be doing with your life or you've ever felt stressed or worried about being a student or also if you're thinking about your next steps, you're thinking about the future and you're trying to become a better version of yourself. This is episode three and today I'm going to be talking about habits, how to make positive habits in your life, how to stick to them, how to value consistency and to stay motivated in the long run. I think perseverance and resilience are such important skills to have as a student and a young adult and one to carry on into your career and adulting and just so many aspects of your life require commitment and consistency perseverance I think it's such a crucial skill to have and I think our generation has really bad press when it comes to this because what people call us the snowflake generation and what they mean by that is that we're lazy we're less resilient we give up easily and we just kind of want quick fixes and easy results but aren't willing to work hard I don't think this is true but I'm gonna dive into that a bit more later that's just why I want to address this because I think it's something that people don't see in our generation even though in some aspects we are seen as really hardworking and resilient so yeah I wanted to address that in this week's episode and talk about some practical things to help you create habits that will have a positive impact on your life how to create a mindset that will enable you to actually stick to those habits if you can relate to the I'll start on Monday or giving up after a couple of days at something that you wanted to work on then this episode might help you out or I hope it does anyway. Before we begin I wanted to say thanks so much to everyone who's listened so far. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Really helps me out and means a lot. If you think if there's anyone that you know that would um, benefit from listening to any of the episodes so far then I'd be so grateful if you shared it with them. I'm really enjoying this and it's so fun to see it gain momentum and I'm so excited for it to grow in the future and for more people to join the Space to Learn community. So far, the podcast is out on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public and Spotify. Still waiting on um, Apple Podcasts to release it on there, but hopefully soon it will be on on Apple Podcasts as well. But yeah, in the meantime, so many places you can listen to it and share it, so would really mean a lot if you did that. I think that's enough of me rambling for now, so let's get into the main section of the episode. As I said, the reason that I want to address creating habits and perseverance in today's episode is because our generation is generally seen as more lazy and less resilient than the generations before us, than our parents and our grandparents, or at least to them, we don't seem to work as hard as they did, which I think is quite a generalisation and almost a bit of a weird stereotype because those sorts of characteristics are not usually widespread across a whole generation. The fact that we're seen as people who maybe have less patience and want things done quicker is probably just due to the pace of society nowadays because it has the pace has increased a lot, I think at least. We have so much more technology and Things are just generally much more at our fingertips. We have things that we can order next day. 
we have smart speakers that can give us information just by using our voice and we have so much information that we can access on youtube through social media just on google there's so much information at our fingertips and i think it just leads to a more fast-paced society the way that we work as well has changed and yeah a lot of things have changed in the last 20 30 years or so since our parents were younger and maybe it's because there are so many distractions and so many things going on all the time that we seem to come across as more lazy and less hardworking because there's so many different things that we can do to fill our time now i think there might be an element of truth to it in that we are potentially more scared of failing because our lives are for the most part a lot more public most of us share at least some part of our life online all of our friends connections people we've met people we might not even know everyone can see it and that kind of means that when you do something wrong or when you fail at something more people are likely to know about it and that can be quite scary so then maybe that leads to us not doing anything in the first place because we're too worried about committing to something and then it going wrong and that being worse than not even trying in the first place so potentially that is where an element of truth comes in but i think that is just all it is really i don't think our generation is inherently lazy and less resilient i think it's just the society that we've grown up in has maybe taught us to be like that and i'm not saying it's a positive thing i don't think that being less resilient is good which is why i wanted to talk about it because i think persevering at something is maybe a lot harder than it used to be but the value of persevering at something has not changed at all i really believe that working hard and putting in the effort really trying and just putting the hours in committing to something if it's something you want to do i really believe that is how we succeed and how people get to where they are if we see them as a successful person i think a lot of that is down to a lot of hard work that's gone on behind the scenes before i start talking about how you can create positive habits and why you should i think it's important to address that there is like i said almost a barrier of the fact that we're scared to fail because it is scary to say that I'm pursuing this, I care about this, I care about the outcome and I want to be successful at this thing that I've chosen to do. Saying that can be really scary because then you've put it out to everyone or even you just put it out to yourself that you care about this and if it goes wrong then that's not what you wanted to happen. I've definitely been guilty of not trying something because I'm scared of failing at it but I think that even if you do fail that's fine you're going to learn something from that and next time you try you might be successful you might not but with more practice effort and commitment to the thing that you want to do you will eventually be successful it's inevitable that you will achieve whatever it is you want to achieve the reason i'm saying this at the start is because i don't want to go off on saying why it's so important that we create positive habits and how you can do that if there's Um, to begin with that thought in your mind that you can't do that because you're not good enough to do it or you're not the right person or there's so many other people that would do that better than you or that you could fail and it could go wrong and then that would be worse than where you are now but it won't be worse than where you are now and good things will come from 
trying at things and persevering and working hard and sticking with it even when it's tough so I think it's important just to recognize that there is that fear of trying something and starting something but keep in mind that every successful person didn't start off successful they started off maybe as a student which is potentially what you are now so literally anyone can do it and whatever it is that you want to do just try you've got nothing really to lose and even if you think you have things to lose you probably don't so yeah I wanted to start off by saying that because I think that is a barrier and it has been a barrier for me in the past which is why I kind of started this podcast in a way because I thought I don't want to just think about something and then in five years time wish that I started it or think oh what if I'd done that like what might have come from that you've just got to try things and who knows it might turn into something that brings more opportunities or benefits other people or benefits myself and that's the main thing really so I hope that if you're going into this episode with a bit of a closed mindset and thinking that you're not capable of achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve that you kind of switch off that now and have more of a growth mindset be open-minded and appreciate that trying at something is not a bad thing it's a really good thing something that stuck with me for quite a few years now is a little sign that was in the corner of my GCSE art room the teacher had put it up on the wall above her desk it always caught my eye when I was looking up when I got distracted from painting or drawing or just doing whatever I was doing and on it it said it takes 10,000 hours to be great at something. I think this one can work in two ways. If you're in a bit of a negative mindset it might lead you to feel dejected because 10,000 hours sounds like a lot of time. It comes out as I've just looked it up about 1.14 years which is a long time and when you're let's say I was in year 9 or year 10 when you're that age and you see that 10,000 hours sounds like such a long time a year in your life at that point is a big chunk of time it still is now like a year at any point of your life is still a lot of time just especially when you're younger it seems at least for me it seemed like such a long amount of time that I would have to work at this to be good at it and so it can kind of work against you but if you look at it in a positive way and think everything that I'm working towards now every hour that I spend is clocking up that practice and the hard work and it's all accumulating into eventually me being good at something me being good at art for example when you look at it like that I think it's really motivating and encouraged me to just keep putting in the effort and keep trying and even if one hour just nothing was working the art was awful which it did happen a lot of the times so it wasn't very good even if it just doesn't work out then you're still clocking up the time you're still practicing you're learning from getting things wrong and eventually you'll be good at it and that it I definitely did improve so I'm, I wouldn't say I'm great at art now but I definitely improved over those three years doing art GCSE it just kind of makes you feel better when you know that even if things aren't working out right now the effort that you're putting in is going to help you in the long run you're going to get the benefit eventually even if you're not getting the benefit right now so I liked that sign a lot it said 
it takes 10,000 hours to be great at something. I'm pretty sure it's from the book Outliers. Um, I haven't read it, but yeah, that's meant to be a really good book as well. Related to that idea, I have another analogy, which I got from a video by Ali Abdel, who is a YouTuber. He's also a doctor, a businessman, just basically got his life together, <laughs> very successful and knows what he's talking about, I think. He was talking about the idea of a flywheel. A flywheel is a big heavy disc that has an axle in the centre and is studied in engineering and physics and is used in so many different things as a way to store energy. The flywheel concept is that if you're starting a project, a business, a podcast, a YouTube channel, whatever it is, then that process is analogous to getting a flywheel to start rotating on its axis. I'm going to explain in a bit more depth what I mean by that now. Imagine a big heavy disc with an axle at the centre and someone says to you, your task is to get this disc moving as fast as possible and needs to rotate really, really fast on its axis. And you're like, okay, this is really, really heavy and you try to push it, it doesn't move at all and you think, okay, this is going to be really hard. So you start pushing it, you push it really, really hard and you have to put so much effort in to get it moving even a few millimetres. Eventually, once you start really pushing it as hard as you can and putting more and more energy into it, putting more force on it, the flywheel is going to start to move and it will start to move slowly at first and then it will increase its pace, it will start to accelerate and as you keep putting energy in and pushing on the flywheel, it will eventually start to spin around really, really, really quickly. Then eventually the same effort that you put in at the start would cause loads of rotations, com full complete rotations, rather than just a few millimetres of movement. And the momentum causes the flywheel to just keep on unstoppably rotating around and around. And so even though it was really hard to get the big heavy flywheel to move initially, once you'd given it enough energy that it could start rotating, the flywheel the weight of the flywheel allowed it to pick up pace on its own and just keep rotating pretty much by itself and keep going and spinning really really fast as a little side note if you're interested in how it actually works the flywheel has such a large inertia the moment of inertia of the object is so large that it's really resistant to a change in its velocity so when it's stationary it doesn't want to move, it wants to stay stationary and it's really resistant to that change and putting energy in only will change its velocity a little bit. But then once it's got moving, it doesn't want to slow down, it wants to stay at the same velocity that it's moving at now. So its inertia is so high that it's resistant to the change in its speed or its velocity. And once you've put the energy into it, the flywheel then stores the energy as rotational kinetic energy and it means that once it's spinning, it's really hard to get it to stop spinning, basically. So it's hard to get it started, but once you've got it going, it will spin and spin, and the momentum of the disc spinning around will keep it spinning around by itself. That's essentially how it works, but if I've got any of those details wrong, then please correct me. <laughs> so back to the real-life analogy of starting up a business or a project that you want to work on. Essentially, the idea is that starting something is the hardest part and once you've put that initial effort in the process becomes a lot easier and things happen by themselves new opportunities are going to come up without you even 
forcing them to happen. Once things are up and running, everything seems to fall into place a bit more and the project generates momentum, maybe in the form of more followers, more money, a greater impact that you're having on the people that are listening or using your products. And I think it's just a good reminder that your efforts in starting something and putting in that initial hard work and effort when there seems to be very little progress and when it's really easy to give up that initial effort is in the long run going to benefit you so much and you can't get to that end point without the initial struggle and the hard work that is required to get there and there aren't any shortcuts to that to get the flywheel spinning there's no other way to do it even if people don't see that initial hard work once you've got your business running and it's generating money all by itself and it's working really well that then the hard work at the start is almost forgotten no one really sees that even though it did happen and it it was necessary to get where you needed to be the flywheel analogy also shows that there isn't just one thing that's going to suddenly make you successful the thing that's going to create the positive outcome is the habits and continued effort that all kind of accumulates and adds up into the end result and there isn't like I said there isn't any shortcuts you have to be consistent and create the habits that are going to have the end result that you want and that's the only way to do it really it's not going to happen by itself the flywheel that is stationary is not just going to suddenly start spinning on its axis you have to do the work yourself I loved that when I first heard it, so hopefully that's helped you. It's, yeah, like I said, I was watching one of Ali Abdal's videos, but I think the concept was from a book called Good to Great by Jim Collins. So full credit to them, but I wanted to share that with you. I'm going to share with you now some of the things that I think will really help you decide what habits you want to create firstly, and then also how to actually stick to them and keep motivated to work at them. Firstly, I really believe that when you have the right mindset, creating good habits is easy. And more than that, that you're never going to create habits and actually stick to them if you don't have the right mindset from the beginning. And this makes sense because if someone doesn't believe in themselves and they don't believe that this change to their life is going to be long-lasting and that it's going to be something that they genuinely stick to for a significant amount of time then of course they're not going to achieve it because if you don't believe that you're going to do it then like who are you kidding you're not you're not going to do that so I just think having the right attitude can make all the difference even if at the start you're kind of tricking yourself into it And then over time, you start to actually believe in yourself. Being open-minded and seeing the change as something positive, not being afraid to commit to it, just getting stuck in and going for it and having that growth mindset is probably the thing that is going to help you the most. The second thing that I think will help you stick to your habits is to start off really easy and to break it down into a chunk that you know it kind of feeds into the last one but make it easy enough that you know you can do it and then once you've stuck at that habit for a while then increase it then make it harder so for example say you want to get up earlier and 
get going with your day a bit earlier make make more time for yourself really the first thing you can do is just push your alarm back by 10 minutes maybe and once you've done that for a week or two weeks or however long you can do it for consistently once you've done it for say a week then you push it back to 15 minutes or 20 minutes and you keep increasing it slowly so that you know that you can do it and you're thinking okay that's manageable I'm capable of doing that and sticking to that for the set amount of time once you've then done that you know you can do that thing so you you can then build on that and slowly increase it until one day you're waking up an hour earlier than you used to you can apply this one to so many different things say it's learning a language you can feasibly spare 15 minutes of your day especially in lockdown to take that time to do some vocab in your foreign language that you're trying to learn and that 15 minutes of vocab practice is something that you can probably stick to you can probably fit that into your day and make that work so that could be your habit that you introduce once you've done that for maybe two weeks you can increase it to half an hour or 15 minutes of vocab plus watching a video on a topic related to their culture in that foreign language things like that so it's just about making the habit easy enough that you know you can do it and then slowly building that up until you are at the place that you want to be the third thing is that if you're finding it hard to stick to your habit write it down make a record of what you're doing and that might hold you a bit more accountable for it so just get a piece of paper or in a notebook or maybe on on your computer just um, make a little checklist for each day of the week and add that to your to-do list or write a list of the habit that you're going to do and yeah tick it off each day something like that you can do it in a lot of different ways record your progress in some form and that should help you stick to it also you can share it with a friend or maybe ask them to do it with you because when we're surrounded by other people we're more likely to be accountable for it sometimes it's easier to keep a promise to a friend than it is to yourself so that can that can help as well the fourth thing is to choose what you value and i kind of said this in the last episode but it's definitely still relevant here for this i'd suggest writing down maybe five key things that you value as a person and then go from there and work out what habits you need to introduce to get there so if you have a value that you know is something that you want to be defined as or something that you really want to be as a person for example if you want to be an honest person you've chosen to value honesty you need to then make that a priority make being honest attractive to you and make being dishonest unattractive it kind of goes back to the mindset thing but if you truly value being an honest person then you need to work consistently at being honest and open if you're not that already. Yeah, so if you've consciously decided what you value, that can just make it a whole lot easier because you're then aware of the situations when you need to make a change to your behaviour and create a different habit. We do get stuck in these thought patterns and habits and the way we interact with other people becomes a bit second nature to us almost. So when you kind of stop for a second and think about what things you actually value and it can be literally anything you want it's so personal to you but when we decide on the characteristics we want for ourselves 
if we're not them already then clearly some work needs to be done so then that can maybe be your motivation to stick to your habit another value could be commitment or consistency therefore by creating your habits whatever those habits are sticking to them is one of your values and it's a priority for you you have to prioritize that above other things and make sticking to your core values attractive to you because if you're unmotivated to be that person that you want to be then it kind of goes back to the whole if you don't believe that you're going to do it you won't thing I I really believe that if you don't have the right attitude and you don't think that you can do it you won't that leads in nicely to my next point which is that everything is a result of your habits so for example you don't become a kind person by doing one kind thing you become a kind person by consistently doing things that are kind to other people and that are kind to yourself this one's really just remembering that everyone becomes what they are from their actions and the things that they've done leading up to that moment the patterns and the habits that they've created to create the life that they have now if you really break it down and think about it who we are just comes down to what we dedicate our time to what we commit to the things that we choose to work hard at and the actions that we repeat day in day out again this makes sense because if someone's described as an author for example they've got a book published that person didn't just become an author by showing up to the book signing it didn't happen overnight it clearly happened through hours and hours and potentially months and years of hard work and continued effort and repeated habits of writing maybe every day that's the only way they got there it's the same with pretty much every habit that we want to create you don't see olympic athletes just turning up once every four years they've worked hard they've trained that entire time to get to that stage and yeah like i said it's with everything in life it's with grades that you want characteristics friendships relationships it all just comes from how you choose to dedicate your time so the fifth thing was to keep in mind that everything that you are and the person that you are is a result of your habits so it's important to make good habits and to spend our time wisely and to commit to things that we genuinely believe in and want to succeed at the last thing i want to mention ties back into what i said at the start about not letting fear of commitment or fear of failure stop you doing something i think remembering that even though we want to stick to this habit and we want to make it a part of our life it doesn't have to be permanent completely permanent it might not work out how you thought it would work out and then you have to adapt to that and change and maybe you'll find something else that you want to introduce more than the thing you thought you did yeah it's just all about developing and learning from what we've tried out and not being too focused almost on the one thing that we think is going to like radically change our life all the different habits are going to add up and i don't think you can really pinpoint success on one particular thing like with the flywheel you can't say that one moment that you pushed was the thing that started it spinning unstoppably it was the accumulation of all of the effort that made it work what i'm trying to say is that even though we want to stick at our habits long enough 
so that you can learn something from it at the very least so that you can decide if it's something you want to keep in your life to decide whether you've gained something from it or you need to change something stick at it long enough so that you can do that um, before moving on to the next thing and giving up but don't be put off starting something because you think you have to do it forever and don't be scared to start because you're scared of failing either just go with the flow allow things to change and shift if if it needs to don't beat yourself up if it doesn't work out yeah be kind to yourself if you find it difficult but try to stick at it long enough that you can learn something from it but don't be all consumed by that one thing and be willing to change and adapt from the change that you made in the first place i've talked for so long today so (laughs) thanks so much if you've got this far through the episode fingers crossed some of that was useful so that was episode three all about creating habits and perseverance really hope this has been helpful i definitely think it's just been a massive ramble but let me know if it benefited you in any way yeah the quote for this week was it takes 10,000 hours to be great at something hopefully you can kind of take the positive spin on that and appreciate that the things that you're working at now are all adding up and will have a huge benefit in the long run other than that my main message was that um, consistency is such an important thing to value and that you can kind of think of your goals like a flywheel and know that your hard work is not going to waste it's all contributing to your happiness and long-term success and that you're doing really well i hope you've had a lovely week whatever you've been doing and that you're going to have a great weekend as well if you're listening this listening to this on the friday that it comes out yeah if you'd like to stay up to date on the podcast then go over to the instagram and give it a follow over there we're at at space to learn podcast that's all I have to say for today so I'll let you get on with the rest of your day thanks so much again and I'll see you next time on space to learn bye